Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. When you're wearing a Medal of Honor. You know, you walk into a room and you're anonymous. You put this medal on and all of a sudden everybody sees you. you know, and, uh... and when your dad is about to receive one. I'm very proud of him. Very proud of him. As David Bellavia receives his Medal of Honor at the White House, there are the obvious stories, and you'll hear those. And there are those who are along for the ride who have a special perspective on it all. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716, a special edition from Washington, D.C. Well, I was just talking to another recipient in there, Brian Thacker, and we were speaking with a uh, deputy commander of the Army Chief of Staff or something. He's a four-star general. And uh, Gary Bykirk was awarded the Medal of Honor for his service in Vietnam. He knows the meaning and the weight of the award and was getting lots of looks as he moved about a reception for David wearing the Medal of Honor. Brian and I were looking around and saying, it's so different because Brian and I got our awards at the same ceremony in October of 73. And we were looking at all that crowd, and um, we were both kind of reflecting that uh, when we received ours, nobody wanted to talk with us. You know, there was, there was not the, any kind of reception like this. And so it's, um, and, um, over the years, all those uh, negative feelings have kind of subsided, and, uh, and we're just really joyed, overjoyed to see what's happening and the kind of reception uh, that those in the military are receiving now. So it, it's a, it was a, a great evening so far. You know, when, whenever David speaks, since you know it became pu- public that he was going to be a recipient of the of Medal of Honor, he never talks about himself. He always talks about those guys that flanked him today at a press conference at the uh, at the Pentagon, and we'll <laughs> see tomorrow in the White House. Um, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's indicative, really, of of what. Anyone who serves and is in battle with others uh, feels. You know, when, when those of us are in battle and we do the things that we do, um, we don't do them to be recognized. We do them out of love and of, of, a, of a care for those that we're with. And, um, and that's, the, that's the motivation for the acts of sacrifice and giving to others that motivates us to do the things. And then to all of a sudden be pulled out and recognized uh, is counter to why we do something. And so that's a real, um, I guess that we call, that's one of the burdens of the Medal of Honor, is that you're being recognized for doing something that other people have called selfless. And um, so when we're given an opportunity to talk, you, know, you, you don't talk about what you did. You know, you talk about those that you were with because that's why you did what you did. It wasn't anything within you other than, the, other than just the love that you have for those that you're with. You know, we live in a time right now where it's, we're very div- divisive <laughs> as, a na- as a nation, you know, and um, 
you know, he's receiving an award at a time when we're we're divided to some degree uh, as a nation. Um, but all I've heard for the past three weeks um, is it's been just mutual respect. It doesn't matter, you know, what party you're from. Um, there's a mutual respect for uh, what David did and what you did and what uh, all of the other folks who wear that that matter medal with pride feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I think that that's. Um, I'm glad to hear that that's what David is saying. Um, that's what I've heard him say, and I believe that that, in a sense, is what this medal says. Um, one of the things that I always say is that there's. We had a saying in Vietnam was that to really live, to really live, you must almost die. To those that fight for it, life has a meaning that the protected will never know. And I think that, that what the meaning to life is that that has for those who fight for it is the meaning that this medal says. And that's that there's a different way to, to live your life. And that, and that is caring for others more than yourself. Loving others, um, helping others, serving others. And it's, it's good to hear that... Um, hear David say those kinds of things because I believe that that's what the medal represents and those of us who wear the medal uh, as often as possible try to share that message about a different way to live your life and loving others. Everybody that walks by you in that room, myself included, goes right to your neck and looks at that award and um, uh, that medal. I mean, it, it, it's an eye-turner, you know, To and, and I, I can't imagine that you go anywhere without it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's funny when I walked in with Brian. Brian, uh, the other recipient in there, he hadn't didn't have his on yet, didn't have his medal on, and uh, he goes, "Oops, yeah, I see I'm on, out of uniform because I had mine on." So he said, "Let me get in uniform." And he said, "We had a recipient named John Livetal, who's no longer with us, but he used to say, you know, you walk into a room and you're anonymous. You put this medal on, and all of a sudden everybody sees you, you know, and uh, and that's true. Um, it's a humbling experience." It, it's another one of those battles that those of us who wear the medal have to deal with. Um, and what are you going to do with that new status uh, that's been hung around your neck? And uh, one of the things that uh, I want to share with David uh, is that there are those of us who wear this medal who are willing and, and want to try to support him as he goes through that uh, battle of of trying to um, reconcile who he is now that he wears the Medal of Honor. And you wanted to be here, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yep. As soon as I heard this, I called up the society and said, put my name on the list. Because we have about, there's usually about five or six recipients that are, uh, that there's allocations for. And uh, I wanted to be here for this one. David Bellavia has three children, one pre-Iraq war, two post. You got to understand, like, when I when I was born, he was already off doing doing his stuff. And the house battle, I was around four years old, so I have very little memory of it. I do remember uh, some of his buddies would always come around, and he would always tell me stories. Evan Bellavia is 19 years old and, oh, so proud, beaming. And uh, I didn't, get, like, get to read the book until like later on well obviously i couldn't read it at the age that would be very highly inappropriate but um i would he would always tell me stories about it so it's like like you have a living book like walking around telling you his experiences and such and um i i I just remember uh 
he, he said it was a it was a it was a very life changing experience. It taught him a lot. He kept he kept reiterating these like this will this is the military is something no, that nothing like not even education will teach you. Like this, the, he he kept uh, re, like he always said he always said to me, um, the the army taught me how to be a man. You know, like like you're never you're never gonna learn that anywhere else. And um, he even though like such horrifying like like, like the house battle. You know, um, he was like, I wouldn't change anything. Like, I, I, I remember, like, later in life, I asked him, I was like, um, would you change anything? Like, like if you were to go back and, like, at, like, would you ever stop yourself from doing it? Like, he's like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, like, I, like, I, I'm, I'm happy for this experience, and it's taught me a lot, and I'm proud of every moment of it. How does this all make you feel? Uh, you know, fast forwarding now to your current age, your college age. Uh, it's very surreal, man. I mean, it's 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 a lot. You know, I mean, we we have been saying like for eons, right? Like this, like my father should get the Medal of Honor, and for whatever reason he didn't, and like now it's like, wow, this is this is insane. Like I mean, like we kept like this is long overdue and such, but it's like wow. It, it just, I don't know, it, it just feels right. Like I don't know. It, it, I've been trying to explain this to my to my parents. I'm like, I don't know, like what it is, but for some reason, I feel complete. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, I can't really explain it. It's just, like, it's just like a like just like a, a full circle ending. It's like wow, we finally made it. I know your dad pretty well. You obviously know him a lot, yeah, better, a lot better than I do. Uh, but um, he he said over the past few weeks that he feels uncomfortable. This is not. Oh, yes. This is not what he is about. Um, well, he's, he's kind of characterize that a little bit. Uh, he's just, he does, he's like, he's one of those guys that doesn't like to like he doesn't boast a lot. You know, he's like, oh, I'm getting the, the Medal of Honor. Like, like he's he's not that type of guy. And um, he, he's he, 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 It's hard to describe because I, I I think personally think he's humble. He doesn't like to say he is, but he is. I mean, he's very modest. He doesn't like to say. Um, uh, you know, he doesn't boast a lot about his, his previous experience. Like, I'll ask him a question, he'll answer it, to, like, to the full extent. And, you know, like, I remember we, uh, when we actually came here, uh, we, we got on the uh, American Airlines flight, and when we got on, there were pamphlets, and on the front of the pamphlet was my father's face, and it was on every seat of the plane. And you can imagine his reaction. He's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And then the pilot, of course, comes over the megaphone. He announces, like, hey, we have a hero here, David Bellevue. And he's, like, shaking his head. And I, and I was like, oh, that's still my dad. You know? But Because he just... I'll just... I'll never understand, like, why he... Um, he just like I'm like dad like look around like you've, you've always wanted this. he's like yeah but I'm over it man like you know like it should have happened years ago but at the end of the day you know I you know I, I can't say that I'm that I'm, I'm you know proud of what I've you know but he said he's he says he did what what you would do what yeah, I would do yeah, we'd actually, all do yeah, the same like thing Captain America like, like, I, like I mean I would have done that you know I'm just, I'm just a regular guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Hard to, hard to imagine. Yeah. Um, what are you going to be thinking when you're in the White House tomorrow? It's going to be pretty interesting, pretty powerful, moving, I would, I would assume. Yeah, everyone keeps saying you're going to the White House tomorrow, and I, can't, I still can't believe that I'm going to the White House. That's, a, that's such a surreal experience, especially when you're meeting the President of the United States. It still hasn't hit yet. It's still like a, this, like, wow, you're going to talk to the President tomorrow. 
Well, you felt like the president uh, a couple days ago when you arrived in Washington. Tell me about that experience. That was absolutely insane. Uh, I did not like when when, I, when we came here. I had no idea what was going to happen. Like I didn't know like we we're gonna. I thought we we're just okay. We're gonna get in the car. We're gonna rent a car and we're gonna drive to the airport. No, two giant black cars and a line of police officers. I'm like, wow, we're in the uh, we're in it. You know, this is insane. Well, you got a great dad, and yeah, he's, fantastic. Uh, he's got a great family, and you have a lot to be proud of. That yeah, I'm I'm very proud of him. Very proud of him. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.